0: This is Stu Strauss, The Woodsman, and you're listening to
1: Inspirato Projecto. Which AI do you want? The computer in your pocket is singing songs to the mothership. And man wants to know who is at the core of this AI church.
0: just the AI, the AI you want, do you think AI can be achieved, I'm not talking about the AI now with
1: Lex and Siri, I'm talking about the kind that is going to power robots to make decisions over human beings, where is this AI church, and who's the head of it, Man behind the machine. Yes, I do. I do believe it's possible for that kind of AI, uh, the the AI that makes decisions over things. If we have those computers, you know, with the chess games that play people and beat them at that, um, then you know for sure that kind of AI exists. In fact, those quantum computers that live both in the zero and the one... Zeros and ones—they both—they live in matter and antimatter at the same time. They live in, in, in every single parallel version, um, and they're figuring out all the little possibilities from every angle. It's like Doctor Manhattan, if you think about it. So that's happening already. Now all we gotta do is put that into the body of something like that Sophia, or the uh, Kimbo, or whatever that's called. My old friend Samantha Light. She's in town. She calls the shots for this particular company that was uh, in town doing some work for some stuff, <laughs> and so uh, you know, uh, in- industry stuff, production stuff. Yeah, uh, you, you, you know the the, the business. Uh, you know what I mean? The the, the industry type stuff, right? The, You know what I mean? Behind the curtain, you know what I mean? What's behind the curtain? Hey, Samantha, what's behind the curtain? Tony, don't you dare look behind that curtain. Samantha, I cleaned these curtains. I got every right to look behind those curtains. Don't do it, Tony. Big reveal. Jonathan is dressed in a gorilla suit. Jonathan, what are you doing dressed as a gorilla? What are you, King Kong or something? Yeah. What are you doing hiding back there? Well, I'm doing it for a homework assignment. Yeah? Yeah, we're studying about gorillas in the wild, and, well, through my studies, I noticed that the human kingdom is very much like the animal kingdom. (laughs) Oh, really, Jonathan? How so? Well... You both squawk like parrots. (laughs) That's right. And you both growl like monsters. (laughs) Well, Jonathan, every species does that. Proving my point exactly. (laughs) So that's what it's going to be like. Opening the curtain. Opening, Opening the curtain of Samantha Light. We'll get to know any unclassified information she's willing to share with us. I'm sure, I'm sure, there's probably a lot of stuff that uh, has yet to, you know, it's marinating, it's ruminating, it's, uh, it's uh, growing, glowing, growling, howling, mumbling, bumbling, jumbling, scrumbling doing all that jazz, all that razzmatazz. So we're going to learn all about um, her creative process, her journey, and find out, um, yeah, maybe what's in store for her next. What I'd like to do is, since we're out here and she's hot off the tails of, of shooting all this stuff, you know, like I've been on a go, go, go. Now... I think it would be a good time to go, hey, you know what, let's spend the day just shooting a movie. Let's do it. Let's just shoot something. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's shoot something. Let's do it. So, that's my plan. That's my plan. Uh, I did not bring my iPad. That's one thing I'm now r- thinking, ruminating on the idea of having uh, ha- Brung with me. However, what are you going to do? You can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs. You can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs. Quick, where's that from? Hmm, where's that from? The other day in the shower, something uh, compelled me for my shower music, for my shower soundtrack, (laughs) for my shower score. I decided to listen to Prince's version of his, uh, you know, songs that were inspired by Batman, but not all of them made it into the old Batman movie with Michael Keaton. I remember everybody was up in an uproar when Michael Keaton was announced to play Batman. And I was too, but I didn't have any reason to really be that angry, you know? Sometimes you just get ha- caught up in the hype of something. So I think that's what happens with a lot of stuff. People just get caught up in the hype. The hype of it. And they see hype moving, and when they see momentum moving, they want to be in that. They see the snowball is moving and grooving. They see that it's collecting... It's collecting steam. It's collecting... Blast off. Right? It's collecting all the firepower that it needs to go... Anyway, we'll talk more about this later as I uh, now go make my way into the subway. Into the subway. You're listening to Inspirato Projecto Radio ADO. So... Do you think that goes along with that line of misery loves company? Do you think that's where that cliche came from?
0: Yeah. And it's true because people, there's so many people that, that they are. They're like, they're happy being sad. It's, like it's very difficult to change your life if you've decided that misery is where you're most familiar and familiarity is happiness for a lot of people. They take comfort as happiness comfort is just sedentary behavior of not moving and being okay and, and coming to terms with your situation yeah. rather than saying, no, I am responsible for my situation, and my situation is my situation because I'm choosing to stand still. You know. people So many people are happy being sad. It's not that they're happy, they're just comfortable then, and they're terrified to do anything else because, like I said, then you have to become responsible, responsible for your own behavior. And what you've done to make you be in the position that you are. Nobody took those steps without your feet and you put one foot in front of the other to get exactly where you are at any given time. You can choose to walk backwards, forwards, sideways, all of the above. If you choose to remain in a situation where you're happy being sad simply because it makes sense to you and you understand mm. sadness, it's so excuse move on. Great, you understand sadness, good. Try understanding happy. You know sadness, you know.
1: And by perpetuating that sadness, constantly telling those stories over and over, and over again, what's happening is that anyone who's now who's associated with you, whether it be an acquaintance, whether it be a close friend, whether it be a relative, that's the only story that they got in their brain to associate right. with you right. is someone who's just miserable right. all the time. Right. And that's that one thing that just keeps reflecting around in the back of their brains right. every single time they think of that person. It's like, right. bang, you know, when they right. think of Aunt Judy or whatever. They're thinking, okay, miserable Aunt Judy right. who's always right. got some shitty thing to talk about. Exactly. Yeah. And it's crazy because because then those thoughts are in the brains of the, of, of the other, you know, those who lie outside of that person.
0: But then, and then well, and then it comes back to also I, what we were talking about is like making you responsible to your friends. Like when Aunt Ginny's a bitch all the time, how about stopping her every now and then going, Aunt Ginny, we're all <laughs> yeah. tired of you being a bitch.
1: Yeah. Can we take yeah. her to the park? Yeah, yeah. Do
0: you want some fucking ice cream? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, do you, what, what can we do instead of everybody leaving going, oh God, Aunt Ginny's always such a bitch. We know she's a bad. Okay, great. Maybe she's forgotten. Because you know what? We all, time compresses. As you get older, it flies by. Aunt Jeannie might not realize she's been a total bitch for 20 years she might feel like she's just been kind of grumpy for a week
1: whoa that's a good way of putting it whoa she might
0: not realize that 20 years has gone by since grandpa died or whoever the fuck whatever happened to make aunt jenny a bitch
1: right 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 (laughs) whatever happened to aunt
0: jenny that has extended the last 20 years it's our responsibility my brother's keeper right to sit her down and go yo just so you know you've been a bitch for 20 years we love you what can we do to fix this you know sitch same as the Vijay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Misery loves company. You choose to be sad, and a lot of people are really happy being sad. And they're really happy being sad because they're too scared to be anything other than than what they're comfortable with saying the same story yeah like the same story it's the story of them that they tell everybody that they identify with It's ah. so powerful
1: yeah the yeah, one they yeah, drag yeah.
0: along with them the suitcase filled with that time that they never want to put down
1: yes yes you know, yes it's like
0: you walk down the path with a bunch of suitcases and it's that suitcase with that story instead of realizing that you know what each time you stop off along the path of life unpack the bag right see what's in there you might not need a sweater to where you're off to next you can leave the sweater behind
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: because right? when you're going to is sunnier not as cold leave the sweater behind leave angina whatever it is and then put new stuff in the bag because it's yeah. a new journey right? yeah the next stop-off is gonna be something else if you do the same each time but people don't they carry this one bag around their entire lives like the first 12 years of their life right that's identified Ooh. the entire makeup And they've taken that first 12 years of whatever it is, whatever was even more monumentally, the first seven years, right? For seven to 10 years of your life, that's the suitcase they have, and they've never unpacked it. They've never gotten the toothbrush out. Right. They've never replenished the toothpaste. They're still wearing the same size shoes. You know, that's what we do. And then we become satisfied, and Aunt Ginny's a bitch for 20 years, because she doesn't realize she forgot to left her her, her carry-on luggage behind. It's up just to remind Angie,
1: drop the bags, bitch. We love you. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: It's intriguing how this stuff can truly become. um, uh, Like you just said, a key word there is the identification with this thing. It's like, uh, you know, like uh, uh, I've got, let's say, I don't know, let's say I got a friend who's got. OCD or whatever. So he's, right. oh, every, he's always talking about his OCD. He's always blaming something right. on his OCD. Oh, it's just my OCD. Oh, that's just my OCD. Oh, I, I have OCD. You know. Oh, no, that's just my it's OCD. His, it's,
0: his be, it's his best in show And
1: that becomes... Oh, that's a great... Yeah, that's a great way of putting it's it. It's his banner. It's like that... You know, I've recently heard of this term, which I think is a brilliant term, virtue signal. Right. I've heard this term and I'm like, oh my God. That's the way I've been trying to describe this thing I can't wrap my brain around. When I see people on Facebook going, I donated to this thing. I, you know... I, I am, you know, volunteering for this cause, for these things. It's like, okay, it's awesome, on the one hand, because you're seeing this and you're going, wow, that could inspire me. Oh, wow, that's cool. I'll go help out at an animal sanctuary now. Oh, cool, now they know about that. Yeah, but you, the but
0: intention is important.
1: Right, but and I was going to say, the other thing that comes along with was more like, hey, look at how good of a person I am type it's of thing. Like It's like people that.
0: give homeless people money but stand and wait till someone's looking. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Or oh, yeah. they'll
0: give them change and drop it from a great height so we can all hear the
1: quarters hitting the other right, quarters. In the right, bucket. right, right, right. Yeah. Like, did, did everybody hear that? Does everybody know? Yeah. Take a look at what's going exactly, on here.
0: Yeah. Well, if it, you're right, and people identify with this sadness. I wrote a story called The Top of the Herd Pile where it's like... Everybody has this idea that you know, they're struggling and, and competing to become the top of the hurt pile. You know, it's like a competition of, like, right. whose depravity is more gets more applause?
1: Yes, Whose yes.
0: struggle wins the race? You know, well, does the black struggle win the race? Does the Afghanistan, or do the Palestinians win, or do the, you know, do the China, do right. the Nazis win? Which ones Whose get, terrible story who's, outweighs... Who's the, Who's yeah. the top of the hurt pile? Yeah, Who yeah. gets the prize for the best fucked life? Yeah, right, right, okay. right. Who wins the gold medal right. for the shittiest experience? Right. And then, okay, great. So we hand out the gold. Does silver medal get anything? Like, what do we do then? Right. How do we fucking divvy up the pie chart and from then, the rest of the and world? And then
1: how often is it imperative that we are reminded that that person got that gold medal? Yeah.
0: And also, why do you want a gold? Like, what does that even mean?
1: Right. Yeah, what next? What do right you after win? after that, right.
0: And, it's not, and, it, and it becomes about, yeah, who's the, like the, the biggest cowboy, you know? And thereby, anybody else but that falls beneath the gold medal somehow gets lost in the mix. Like, somehow you're not worthy of anyone feeling anything for you because it's not as bad as such and such. Oh, my gosh.
1: Right, you right, know? right, right.
0: Oh, you cut you too, You didn't lose a leg. It's this constant, like, refusal for it. This is why people end up carrying the same suitcase. Right. They hold on to the tiniest things because none of us give them anything else, right? that we can't like give and take like in that 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 time of like interacting right?
1: Yeah it's like you know it's so interesting it's like that suitcase you're talking about there's this idea of like like this this what pops into my brain when I think about this type of stuff I think about like back in high school where you have that's where you, you start seeing like the beginnings of like the little clicks and the different. You know, here are the yes. punks, here are the yes. sports yes. guys. Here. No, get, get who, a, what you, personality the, am I gonna be? Huh? But you get oh. it even
0: before then, before you can form words. <laughs> right, so you get it right. through your parents. You're standing at two and three years old. Who are your parents hanging out with? Who do you, who are their cliques? What financial? What tax bracket are they in? Mm-hmm. Well, how do they piss? How do they tie their shoes? It starts from even earlier than that. The identification process of everything we do is from like the moment we can breathe. You know, we absorb it. Even more so, you know, the smells and all that when you're a tiny human. But yeah, then you move into school and all of a sudden it ends up bleeding out from there who belongs to which group. Like
1: specific identities that are associated who with are these the specific jocks? things. Who are
0: the nerds? Right. And <laughs> what
1: music do jocks listen to? What music do they listen to? If I step outside of that genre, are they going to make fun of me or am I now not a part of them? Or oh, you know, guess, it's, And it guess what?
0: Yeah, they will. And guess what? That's part of being a human and that's part of being an animal. This whole delicate idea of self-nature also is offensive. Like the fact that everyone's struggling to be top of the herb pile, and also that we all have to be so fucking delicate with one another. Thank you. Maybe I'm not sure yet. Oh yeah, I have some coffee. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Did we do that? No.
1: Absolutely Why? Not. Oh, no, I'm lying. No,
0: absolutely not. Absolutely
1: not. Well, thank you, Sam. So it's crazy because like. What's interesting is, oh, thank you, thank you. Like you're talking about the top of the, heart of the herd pile. Right. Um, the herd pile. It's funny because that in itself is wrapped up in such great, like, like top of the herd pile. Have you heard what I, what, right, right, you listen totally. to me. Yeah. The herd pile. Hey, everybody, I have the worst, I have the worst well, mine's victim herd. thing yeah. that's going on. The herd like, pile. I, There was this funny, I think it was a a South Park episode where it was, it was on the trend of like people going to get their DNA tested to find out what their ancestry was so they could say, I'm, you you know, I'm 48% victim. Right, right. Oh yeah, well I'm 59% victim. Exactly, exactly, exactly. You know, and finding that like, well, you know, I'm Norwegian and us Norwegians have been through a lot of, you know.
0: Exactly. But that's where we are today Where everybody It's like the it's, it's like the Black Mirror Episode Where it was like You know Having to, to be Socially accepted And working on a score oh system Even God. China's doing it With the civilian credit card. I know What a crazy with the, with the actual like, Yeah it's insane It's insane you know, but it's, it's, and it's a cyclical kind it's a cyclical kind of thing where where, you know, it's like attached to everything. Once we still and once we start having those identifications and once we start packing our suitcases with all this bullshit and we don't like do inventory and we don't clean out and we don't check in every now and then with what we're carrying around with us and not understanding that we're really really absorbing and we are we're puppets to all these little things of score systems yep. that we're completely unaware of. Like you don't even know you're being tricked, right? I'm paying with a card right now. It's all connected to little ones and zeros. Yeah. You know, you got to be really careful with your identifications, what you, what you, what the rules, the system of which you abide by. This like me saying, you know, I don't give a shit that anybody's like feels uncomfortable and I want to play with them in public. Yes, I'm going to ask you about a story that you tell me at a Christmas party. Yes, I'm going to make you responsible for things you say to me in, in the world here and now, you know, the more that we do that, the less the craziness happens, the less easier it happens. Yeah. And the more we all understand that we're all in this shit together, this bullshit identification, you manifest everything, what you do, you know, we are incredibly powerful beings and it all starts with like your own personal inventory.
1: Well, and what's crazy and what like starts to, starts to like, just like grow up, grow inside of me, this, this bothersome is that you see the billboards, you see the ads, you see everybody who is uh, someone who wants to get money out of us, playing off of those victimization things oh, yeah. and, and, then, and then targeting those particular victims Wait, well, and going, and also, hey, this is for the person with OCD. You're really going to love this jacket. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, that's amazing. That's amazing. exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
0: And but also with this like the selling the idea that that's going to fix you. Yeah,
1: right, right. The, right. the
0: jacket's going to take it away.
1: Right, right. That's like, right.
0: With the idea, of like, thinking that you know somehow that, that that there's a cure, right, for being a human being. Somehow they've got a pill to cure human beings of being a human being. No, it doesn't exist. The, the thing is, that the cure in being a human being is being a human being. Get excited. Get upset. Get sad. Get fucking angry be a complete, like, and understand that you can't hide in your phone. Your bags, if they get started heavy, put them down. Clean house. Like, the identification. Reinvent yourself constantly. Ask questions. Don't be a fucking, you know, void uh, troll that eats every piece of information. The jacket is not going to save you. The, lips- the lipstick is not going to save you. Everyone's Well, the stamped talking.
1: on eyebrows, though, will they save you?
0: Oh, my God. Don't even restart it. It's true. Because, because this, uh, the, this whole identification, social media, all that shit, they're trying to turn us into little fuck dolls. They're trying to turn us into droids so they can tell you to buy the jacket and convince you that the jacket's going to save you. you know?
1: And that jacket might get you a whole bunch of Instagram likes too. Right,
0: exactly. <laughs> And the trickery is if we all just realize that sometimes we don't get angry at each other when we say, I hate my face. We don't, you know, the moisturizer's not going to fix it, right? Just if we hug each other more and go, yeah, I hate my face sometimes too, you don't need the moisturizer. And then all those things will go away and we'll start being real humans again. And we'll sit around trees and have picnics and have real conversations and won't fucking spray paint our goddamn eyebrows on (laughs) and start putting, uh, uh, what is it, polyfill in our asses. You
1: know. What do you think would be some of the... Um, so, okay, so making clones of a bunch of Sams out there in the world who, who gets people to no ask themselves the, the, the hard questions. We could uh, put an army of Sam clones out there in the streets. No. Getting no, no, people no, no. to ask questions no. about themselves that they well, are not just prepared say, to ask.
0: But just, like, put, if we could like put in the water where people just started speaking, you just, even so much as just talk to the person that's next to you. You know, when you sit on a train, say hello. Just look up from your phone for a second and turn to your left and turn to your right and look at who the people are and just say hi. And then you can go back to your fucking whatever it is that you think is important, you know. These people, it's funny, I see them on the train and they're filing through their Instagram and they're filing through their Bumble and they're filing for their Tinder, trying to find a way to connect with people and yet sitting surrounded by three-dimensional human beings. That they never make eye contact with. You're on Mumble filing through Bumble trying to find someone. Why don't you look up? You might see somebody on the fucking train that's three feet away from you that you can actually see, smell and touch. You know? We've like been designed to think that our lives are now somehow in our fingertips in a little box rather than knowing they're our fingertips right in front of our eyes is out in the three-dimensional world. It's like everyone's stuck. You're the fucking rat in the fucking cage. We're all spinning around trying to find an identity. When all you have to do is just be, right here, right now, look at the Christmas lights, eat your fucking pancakes, laugh, just be, you know, and you're fine. We're all fucking terrified. Terrified. Yeah. It's too much idea.
1: So the moment, uh, so when you started um, really just, just really, uh, what's what I'm thinking of? Channeling, just kind of sort of channeling the imagination through you, where you just really um, don't—you're less concerned about what people are thinking and more concerned about giving that imagination a voice. When you when you started going more full throttle in that respect, how did you start noticing um, the, the 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 manifestation the fluidity of your manifestation reality
0: well it's just energy breeds energy right and you can wake up in the morning and you can sense as soon as that you walk out your house pay attention like what's happening is it louder than usual is the traffic like crazier the energy that's coming is 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 like a magnet right if you sense that everybody's grumpy you have to flip that it's about becoming your own like emotional policeman I'm not concerned with what other people are doing. I'm concerned with how I'm feeling in every second so that I can change how I feel or how I'm perceiving what's happening so that the world around me is always somehow interesting and magical. Because it is. If you remove yourself from the personal identification, the man that's yelling at the taxi driver across the street because you want to pay attention to your bullshit little Instagram, you're all the same idiot. You know, take your breath and be okay with all of it. It doesn't matter. like that old saying of like it's not what happens to us it's what we do with what happens to us it's very it's true and, and, and all those old adages it's like you the older the wiser like the older you get the more you understand like if I knew all this stuff when I was 20 I'd rule the world rule the whole world but I just knew that it's okay we all are in the same stuff just breathe just stop for a second just take a second take a second breathe, just breathe, and just be, remember that you're right here, right now, this is really fucking happening, it's not a TV show, we're sitting here, eating brekkie, with all these other little humans in their own pods, doing their own things, you know, and it's all happening exactly the same time, and it's all absolutely valid and real, and three quarters of it, we have no fucking idea about, yet it's two feet away from us. The possibilities are endless. If you're having a shit day, take a minute. Breathe. Ask yourself why you're deciding to have a shitty day. Because that's happening. you are deciding it. We're deciding it. And it's okay. If you want to decide to have a shitty day, then just be honest with yourself and say, nah, I'm fucking cool. I'm having a shitty day. That's where I'm at and I'm okay with that. Not the world's making me have a shitty day. No, no, no. You've decided to hang out there and that's fine. You can but just know that then that you 've decided that 's your suitcase, right you 've decided to pick that bag up today and carry that one around and that
1: 's fine it 's interesting sometimes I wonder what would happen like if you were to get a, if you were to gather the people who have these you know all who are just always complaining about these specific things, always complaining about the specific right. things. I sometimes wonder, like, okay, let's get you in a room here. Okay, write down all the things you're complaining about. Right. If we were to satisfy all of those things, you right. tell me right then, right. then and you can be the happy. Thing. Then exactly. you allow yourself permission to be happy.
0: Exactly, exactly, exactly. And will that? And it wouldn't.
1: Oh, no. No, it because then they'll find something else that isn't there that that could yeah. have been done, or or even,
0: or even more fundamentally, what makes them happy is complain, Like you said before, right. is so it's so the the complaining, complaining. is the complaining. <laughs> The complaining is the happiness. Yeah, yeah. Or even unbeknownst, they won't admit that because they're not probably putting it two and two together, but that's your happiness. Your happiness is being comfortable in being a whiny ass and complaining. Yeah. That's your
1: choice. You know? Do you think um, that a lot of those people become movie critics or um, book critics?
0: I know some of those people end up dying and wondering why they didn't figure it out earlier. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, like, the whole self-identity, everybody thinks we're, it's difficult because, like, everybody convinces themselves they're special, and they are. (laughs) That's the thing. But they're special in the sense that we're all in it together, and what we do in our own identification changes the world. Mm -hmm. We can change the world in that. But we're not special in the context that we are removed from the rest of the picture. You know, the cup is not separate from the coffee and yet it is, those are two separate things. You know, the clouds are not separate from the sky, but they are, they are. Yeah. But it's not easy, it's not easy being out in the world when it is you're surrounded by misery, especially in New York, it's crazy. I feel sorry for the kids because the teeny tiny children they look at us to teach them how to be humans and all they see are these fucking boxes of, of people walking around with their faces in phones it's, it's like a plague even with relationships you see I see couples sitting out together you know they're out and having lunch or whatever and both of them are in their own worlds both in their own phones doing their own thing they're not connecting to each other and it's trickery this is a form of fucking this is a form of, in my head of control they feed you these phones, and they give you these fucking apps, so they can control what you do, and sell you more shit, and remove you from having a voice, and remove you from having a brain where you understand that you're being bent over and fucked in the ass. <laughs> Consumerism, your government, all that stuff—it's extension of like all these things that they distract you with Facebook, Instagram. They're all little distractions to keep you away from participating. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh yeah, please.
1: What I think is beautiful, though, is utilizing this, I mean, because these things can become art forms, so it's like sort of being like, hey, joke's on you kind of thing. Like, I see what you're trying to do. I see how you're trying to, you know, get me hypnotized into this world of distractions, but utilizing that as actually a platform to entertain and to um, get your messages across. Thank you. That's kind of the fun aspect of that. Like, I love the fact that, you know, there are more live stream abilities now than ever before. Absolutely. Where everybody, each person can become the media and go...
0: That's like the tricky thing of everything. Because the good and the bad, right? The yin and the yang, all that stuff. It's about using your powers for good and not evil, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about the extension of not hiding in these things and using them to escape the world. But using these things to integrate yourself with the world not to create this lie of a life where you go away and like sit on your couch for eight hours a day and post pictures that are in the library of your phone pretending that you're on holiday. You know? Yeah, these things are brilliant tools. It's a filmmaker, as an artist, you know, they're incredible to be able to like use these things to talk to people and share your work or share what you want to say to people and do what you're doing, you know, with your podcast or any art. It's an incredible form. But like any, you know, like the whiz and the way, like the whiz that are ours, you know, The guy behind the... The whiz behind the fucking... The velvet... You know, with all the cranks... You know, moving the machine to make the madness... You've got to use it for the right reasons... You've got to use it to make yourself a fuller human being... And not a smaller human being... Yeah... You know... And also not look at all these other things... And relate yourself to these things... Kim Kardashian is not your fucking hero... She's not... She's the devil... (laughs) She's not the devil... But you know what I mean... And the idea... She is to be part of it... She is to be part of it... As an artist... As a woman... To identify to identify with that as an image that is feminine or beauty or something that, that little girls need to strive for or is any kind of identity is misshapen. It's weird and it's off the charts. But it's all kind of has to do with these little boxes that we live in, you know, and and buying buying the commercials, watching the commercials, buying the coat, taking the pill, signing up for another fucking whatever app, you know. Not participating in the three dimensional world.
1: Do you watch uh, the news?
0: Obsessively. Oh. Yeah.
1: And still somehow you have you have an incredibly astounding brain. Because sure, you know, a lot of people as they watch the news, right. it turns their brain to mush and sure. that becomes all they taught and that's it and that's their it's like sure. a low hanging fruit kind of like conversation right. where it's like Oh, God, this is a recycled thing that's just right. constantly recycled. And so it's interesting because usually the people that I talk to who, who spout this kind of brilliance don't even watch the news. This oh, is why I'm very surprised to hear you st- be able to stand outside of whatever whatever kind of interesting circus is being played out there for the rest of the minds to kind of feed into.
0: Know, know your enemy. Know your enemy, right? You have to know, right? in order to fight the bigger fight, you have to know how people think. I watch all of the news. I watch from every, you know, repub- from politics to all of it, right? You have to know how people are thinking in order to be able to communicate to somebody. If you want to change people's minds, or you want to teach them about your perspective and what you think about, you have to know what language they speak, mm. right? You have to understand how to communicate with somebody in order to change the way that they are, the way that they feel about things. If you don't know how they feel or how they think, there's no way you're going to be able to fine-tune what you need to, to say to them and present it in a way that they're going to understand or that they can digest. It's like talking Japanese to a German. How are you going to explain it to them? It's it, it's, it's interesting because it, it, to point to that when people like yell or somebody has an opinion or whether they're Democrat or Republican, right, and they want to have an argument about something, and they have opposing views. Nobody ever, you have to sit down and think about how the other person perceives and processes information. And then you have to fine tune your information to the way that they process. It's like dealing with children, let's talk about children for example, like special needs kids, right? Autism, or all these things, the way that, just processing, period. Everybody, you don't have to be autistic or be off the charts in a specific way to not have your own personal processing. We all have very specific processing, information processing. It's about curtailing like that information so that we can communicate with one another. If somebody has an idea or perspective that comp- goes completely against yours, you have to try to step into how they got there and then think about an argument if you're smarter than them that would they that that would change their mind. You can think an argument around the way that they have that they're in the, their thinking. Not in your thinking, but find the argument in their thinking. The way that they would communicate it to themselves, that's how you have to find a way to communicate it. In their
1: language. So it's embedding your information through the channels of language that they're using already to understand the world?
0: It's like, it's like 96% of communication is unspoken, right? So think about that first then perhaps you don't have to use as many words as you think you do to explain. It's a, but it's, a, it's more just about understanding that we all have our own ways of doing things and that's perfectly okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not saying that we all have to have pain on eyebrows. Not blanketing the entire female race with a way, one way of behaving. Not blanketing the male race. Not blanketing African Americans as one way. Not blanketing you know entire cultures and entire countries and entire parts of the human race as being separate from the big picture of the human race. You know? And top it's about finding an identification being different and yet exactly the same and not being so fucking personally affected by what everybody does and, and don't be scared to be embarrassed or all that stuff everybody is just not a, nobody's admitting it You yeah. <clears throat> know, say what you want feel what you want cry in public do it it feels lovely <laughs> and it means a lot to people because One of the things that I, I, when I was a child and coming from having no family or having no roots, right? I walked out the front door looking for human beings to help me know that that I was part of something, right? If you come from nothing and you have no relationship to anything, you depend on the person sitting at the counter at the diner Mm. to look up and say hello, to know that, oh, okay, I'm still here. Oh, okay. When you walk out the front door and nobody looks at you, nobody speaks to you, it's hard to really, really understand that you have a part in this, this world, especially if you don't get to go home to say parents or call mom or call dad or whatever it is that you have as an extension. <coughs> we all depend on each other as soon you know, the extension of every little female. I'm a part of the human race. You're all my family. You know, If I didn't have that, then I would have nothing. You know, nothing. Nothing. Some people literally depend on, on... You can change somebody's life just by smiling at them. You can, someone can wake up one morning and decide, you know what, this is the day I'm going to put a bullet in my head. I've had it. I've had it. I don't want to fucking live anymore. I have no family. I have no love. I have no this. And they walk out the door, and then suddenly someone with a pink jacket and a sparkly fucking hat comes along and goes, good morning. How are you? I like your tie. It might literally give him a minute to be like, all right, maybe I'll, maybe I'll put the gun in my mouth at lunchtime instead of right now you know and that is real shit that's real shit it's real stuff just because it's not on a commercial and a banner doesn't pop out of the top of his fucking head saying thank you you just saved my life because you smiled at me doesn't mean you don't do it you do I can change people's attitudes and spin them around in 10 seconds when they're the most unhappiest humans just by saying good morning telling them they look lovely whatever it is but just like I said earlier, distracting them from their misery, you know, to bring them back into three dimensions. Stop talking to yourself inside your fucking heads. Get out of your fucking head. That's not where everything's happening. That's where the, that's where the, the thing's on a loop that makes no sense. Everything's happening outside of your head, right in front of you. Get out of your fucking head.
1: When you started coming to these revelations, I mean, and then you started like, when you first started coming across these revelations and then you started applying these, these experiments into your reality experience, um, what were some of the first things that you started noticing?
0: One of the first things I remember, like with manifestation, it was a simple thing, right? I was at home. I just started learning how to meditate and I thought and I and I decided and I've always been skeptical because I've looked at religion and all these other kinds of things to help me, you know, figure out how to be a happy person just in general. So I was like, OK, let me see if I can get a, get a hold of this manifestation. Let's see if I can't play a trick. And it was a very simple thing. I meditated for 20 minutes and I imagined uh, it was very specific. I imagined coffee. All I thought about was coffee and uh Uh, Yeah, and I pictured, I went through, just all all I imagined was a cup of coffee, steaming coffee, I could taste the coffee, think about the coffee, and then I let it go. And then I went out the door. And then within 30 minutes, I went to, I think it was, uh, I went to a Dunkin' Donuts, and I was ordering, I was ordering a bagel, and as I ordered a coffee, a man was standing there, he's like, oh, I love your jacket, let me buy her coffee and it was just it was within like a 30 minute turnaround and people you could probably say that that was coincidence but tens of thousands of things that have happened since then but I remember that specifically being like the first time that I was like holy shit did I really just do that? (laughs) Did I really just make a cup of coffee like appear in my life? Because things like, I feel like people, coincidences happen all the time, and there's so many things in a day where we're like, oh, that oh, that was weird, but you know what, nothing, That's okay. And they're
1: just kind of brushed away, right. like, yeah.
0: Like, oh, and it was just a coincidence, or oh, that was weird, or you think, you, you convince yourself that somehow it didn't happen that way. Right, right, right?
1: right. Or that it
0: wasn't as monumental as it yeah, actually Yeah, not allowing was.
1: the full right. excitement of it yeah. to really strike not you.
0: Like the goosies to get you yeah, to be like, yeah. whoa, did I just like do a magic trick? Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. Yeah, Instead of being like, Holy shit, did I just like wave a wand and like be- people are like, Oh, that was funny, that's cute, but that's a coincidence. That didn't really Yeah, happen. yeah, yeah, yeah. you bought a coffee, but whatever.
1: I mean, well usually here, oh what a small world or what a right. crinkity. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. like it's like dude, you're not giving this thing the respect that this thing really deserves, man. This thing deserves so much respect. Right. Yeah. And so so much applause when it arrives. Because it's It's, like the greatest thing.
0: It's you know, because it's real. It sounds stupid, but these are things that have been written in in, in fucking, you know, they're in pyramids. You know, manifestation, it's not like something that's just like hogwash. It's been written about for tens of thousands of years. And you can find it even in the lyrics of music that you're well aware of. Hidden little messages all over the place. All talking about how manifestation... Creating your own reality and the power that you have with the energy is a real fucking thing. Yeah. And if you just do it and you put it into practice, if you you see it come to fruition. I mean, remember my car. Remember when I got in an accident with my my car? My car got totaled. Remember yes. that? Yes. And the whole time I was like, "We're gonna get." I never, for one single second, thought that I would lose my car. And it, I and then I ended up seeing I would see escalates everywhere everywhere I go there'd be like my car would be oh, everywhere oh yeah, yeah 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 and it, it, it's, it's like a, it's like any tool in your toolbox of emotional toolbox it's like actors that can cry on cue or whatever right it's about like polishing your insights to be able to literally get so excited about something actually happening that it puts in process it happening it's about like the creation of the energy the focus that you put and the energy that you put into believing that something will really happen it creates everything even a cup of coffee, and even, you know, cars and things. It's not like, oh, I want a bag of money, but it kind of is like that. If you really have your little tools polished well enough, and you need certain things, there's been times where are like, I need work, I need this, I need that, and within minutes, it happens. Yeah.
1: So you, okay, so after that first time of noticing that, and, and just playing with that idea and allowing yourself to get excited about that, um, <laughs> I mean, just getting to that step of realizing that that's it's a fun thing to play with, and it's something that's like worth experimenting with again. After that happened, what do you think was the next? What did, were you like? Okay, now that I could do a cup of coffee, let's go for, you know, a bicycle, or let's try a Christmas tree, or I don't know, whatever the right. thing is. What was the next thing that you that you might remember that, that you tried playing with?
0: Smaller? I think. I don't remember like specifically. I think it was more of the fact that I thought I realized that this was something that I had to really polish like a tool and, and also understanding like the amount of focus that I put on something. But, I mean, it can be anything where I've manifested work. I literally have manifested cars and homes when I've needed them, and and in very specific ways by focusing, by you know, deep and and literally going through the emotional feelings of having it already be in reality. It's about feeling the feeling to do those things. The tool is about feeling that it already is. You're right. Like you literally just got the news that this happened.
1: Like your future self is already like. Exactly. Just your future now self is like, oh my God, this is fantastic.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Like they're there now in that moment. Easy.
1: I love it. Those goosebumps are fantastic.
0: But they're literally there. So you feel that and then that's coming to you. Oh, it's coming. Oh, it's coming. Yeah, it's on its way. It's about, Ben. It's about making that tool shiny, right? Because it doesn't just fucking happen overnight. I mean, that shit doesn't just like. It's not like oh, a meditation, meditation, boom, I'm trip to Hawaii. No, it doesn't work like that. You know, it has a lot to do with like you know about like not just like tuning in your 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 meditative structure but also cleaning your own insights again intention right it's not you you are definitely a wizard we're all wizards but your intention yeah you can't just be like oh I want a Christmas tree with like a side a cup holder you know doesn't it's about intention it's about cleaning out your own your own insights and becoming and becoming a responsible emotional human being as well right and participating because you don't get you don't get given magic for being an ass fuck. You just don't.
1: That's not how it works out. Yeah. So when those appear in that when you notice it happening this is the thing that I've been that I've been getting the revelations about is that like when, when that thing actually happens, the dream that you dream up. Right, right. And when it does happen in that moment, the the absolute utmost importance of celebrating the hell out of that thing right. because it's there because then what was even the point of even wanting that thing if we're not gonna actually appreciate its existence when it's there in front exactly, of us? Exactly,
0: exactly. One of the biggest things I see is like, if you, everybody going back to like being miserable, right? And talking about the way that people are happy, being sad. It's like if you're not appreciating this, if you're not present completely and, and, and taking ownership of right here, right now in its moment, you don't deserve the next 10 minutes. That's straight up That's a beautiful
1: way of putting
0: it It's straight up though That's real Because
1: otherwise like, you're waiting For whatever the next thing is And it's like you. Why don't you appreciate Excuse What the hell's me, happening now, now. <laughs> Yeah exactly
0: Like yeah. if If the universe was like A gangster They'd yeah. be like Motherfucker you just wasted Five minutes of my shit You ain't getting the next ten Yeah yeah. You know what I mean Like, like what the fuck yeah. do you mean you're I just sitting, gave you're you are sitting here now you. With the now that you have yeah. Wishing you had something else Next week Yeah Why should I even give you next week When you don't give a fuck About right now you are now!
1: You're and then chances now. are when next week you're comes around... You're now
0: wanting more next yeah. week when you're, you're wasting now wanting more next week. It doesn't work that way. I mean it does, but then you end up miserable, right? Yeah. Why you don't deserve the next 10 minutes if you don't take ownership of what you have right now and appreciate it. And when I say appreciate it, it's not like you have to be the CEO of a company. We're sitting here drinking coffee, appreciating a sense of being here. Taste the coffee, feel the feel the sugar crystals stirring in the bottom of the cup. Listen to the guys in the kitchen, they're there. They're working. Ladies on the cash register, she's there too. Be a part of it. She's it's fun. Too. Oh yeah, we're yeah. all here. Oh yeah. Oh, we're all
1: here. We're all here. And, we're all here. Reads and everything.
0: And you don't know what's gonna happen. If you're not up participating in the world, then how can the world give anything to you? You're not right. up here looking at it, or like paying attention, or paying attention and noticing. Oh, look, just people walking past. These people who are doing stuff. Tonight. Then how are you? How are you being available to receive anything in real time in three dimensions? Right, right. Is everything delivered in Amazon?
1: Well, and that's the other. That's the other interesting thing too is that that idea of thinking about that, wanting to manifest this thing, and then being willing to keep your senses open for those little signs as they come about, yeah. and seeing it and going, ah, that's that's the breadcrumb. And, and trusting that because it echoes the exact, the exact same vibe that you had in wanting to have that thing come along and recognizing that that's another little stepping stone on its way, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Your life isn't all, you know, not everything is de- delivered on Prime Amazon Prime. Yeah. It happens in real time sometimes. You know, all this love you're looking for on Bumble and OkCupid okay and Tinder and all that. Put your phone down. Eat your cup of coffee. Be okay with being alone for one single second. Because guess what? You're not alone. You're in a restaurant with a bunch of other people, or you're out on the street with thousands of other people in cars and buildings and streets. They're everywhere. You know. Put it down if what you want if you want, if you want what we're looking for which is what everybody's looking for is connection with the human race, then start participating be okay with being embarrassed be okay with crying in public be okay with just being whoever it is that you are you yeah. know and stop trying to paint your eyebrows on to be something you don't know because even if you do, they want the eyebrows. They don't want you, you are. And you're underneath the eyebrows, you have to take a shower sometime.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> You know what I, mean?
0: Exactly. I mean? sometimes <laughs> you're gonna have to wash up.
1: At some point, those gotta come sometimes right Sometimes are gonna see yeah. you,
0: just, just little old you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, the costume has to come over at some point. do so, it's always so scared because it's fun. And the more excited you get, like you said, you know, the world just gives you so much joy.
1: you know, and just talking about this, what's so beautiful is that the the vibration level... I mean, listen to how everything has... We've been stirring this up. We've been stirring it up. We've been stirring it up. It's getting... I mean, the volume is raising with the excitement that we're feeling here. It's like we're the epicenter, and this is all the aftershocks all around us. It's so exciting. You know, and I think by us talking about this, what's so cool is... It's like I feel like the guides and all the angels and all that. Every, and it's like they're leaning in. They're like, ooh, listen to this great conversation. They're talking about us. They're talking about us. Let's keep gifting them more and more of these experiences throughout the day. Who knows what may be happening around the corner? Exactly. Who may come walking around the, exactly. the
0: corner? But it's true. It's true. Like the beautiful thing, you know, and coming from the life, I, and I'm 48 now, right? It's, like, it's crazy that you learn these things as you get older, but the beauty is like the constant possibilities, it's just the never-ending, I mean, every waking second is a possibility of something fun happening, you know, even if you're in a shitty mood, like, you just, the, the, the idea that at any given moment the entire world can change is a real, 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 real thing, like, it's totally a real thing, you know. And the world gives you back like you just mentioned like the energy in our environment is completely changing because of the goosebumps and the excitement and and we are connected heat vessels you know it's vibrating sound and energy constantly and it all reflects and bounces off one another and we're in control of that you can totally control your environment i've done it purposely i sit on the train and do tricks where i'll sit there and i'll just tap start tapping my knee and if no one's in then they will start doing it because they see it we're animals. We start like mirroring each other. And if I'm like got headphones on I'll start bouncing and then I'll notice other people with headphones starting to bounce because my movement has given them permission
1: yeah, to start absolutely. moving. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely.
0: My energy being out there
1: It's almost like they didn't realize was even, there was an option exactly. until you you're like you you're like here's an option. Yeah. Just
0: because everybody's in this, like, fucking... They're just falling over what everybody else's energy so they're is.
1: they're in a hypnosis state as it exactly. is. So when you introduce that in there, it's going to subconsciously...
0: Exactly, exactly. And that's how you when, you... when we go back to talking about how you start, like, manifesting things, start, just start doing that. Start by going out into an environment and changing your internal feelings about things and see if the external world... Starts changing. But really pay attention to every finite thing, whether it comes at one percent, half a percent, or even like zero zero point three percent, pay attention, then start working on that. Try to bring it up to half a percent and try to bring it up to ten percent and then try to blow the fucking roof off the building, you know. And in doing that that's how you start like getting a little being able to like take a hold of all your toolbox, you know, and sharpening your fucking nice and sharpening your old your little your little manifestation tools
1: what's so exciting is uh so my sister's friend was in town visiting one time and we went out to this like in downtown los angeles to these various places where these bars were that my sister wanted to go and sing out in front of one of these these bars was uh a pyramid and uh, a guy who calls himself the wizard of la of los angeles and then another guy who calls himself reverend mark and this, the pyramid was called Lumi. It had an, a, the all-seeing eye, and it was blinking, and it was just, like, made out of styrofoam, and it was just this great thing. So I saw these characters out there, and uh, so we took some pictures with them and stuff. And I said, I want to hang out with you guys. They go, do you want to be our Jesus? I said, I'll be your Jesus. Yeah. And so we, they ended up having what they call the Wizard Walk. And it was through the subways of Los Angeles. Like, I met them at... at, at uh, the At like 7 o'clock I forgot what time it was But it was very symbolic I met them at, at Union Station And we just went through the subways And the highways and byways And I brought a few I brought like a cape And a, a few different things noisemakers and a mask yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so we, we walked through And we had like this Indian ceremonial Like bop 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 drum And then Reverend Mark Had like a, a Native ceremonial flute That he was playing And then Lumi was, you know, moving around and blinking and as you can imagine, it could cause quite, you know, excitement among the populace. So, what would happen is, we would be there at this, you know, on the subway thing and people would gather around and be listening to the to the to the wizard of LA as he's talking about manifestation of reality and he's pointing out these people who are sleeping and he's like, look, what is where is he traveling to right now? What is he what is this guy sleeping? You know, he's sleeping, but where is he right now? We see him, but where is his other son? You know, so and all these people are like it was like this edu- this alternative education that anybody would ever get. And meanwhile Reverend Mark's over there going and I'm going bop 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 And it was just, the and and Lumi is spinning around, this glorious, like, uh, uh, pyramid creature. And we're walking through Union Station like that. We're going all over the place. And it was the most exciting thing to see how we altered the the, the behavior of these people. Because I had a couple other masks in my bag. And... The, you know, The Wizard of LA would just start dancing and then some random lady who was there in a the crowd, she would come in and just start yeah, dancing with us. Yeah. I'm like, hold on, let me get you a mask. I get her a mask, she put on a mask and now, now she's dancing around. This little lady, she's got her big backpack on. She's dancing around with us. Yeah. The other day, last week, I was going
0: to subway. I was getting it really early. I was going to set, and I was down on the subway platform And across the other, it's freezing cold, snowing. And I get underground, it's snuggly. And I had my headphones on and I was jamming out. And the guy, there was like this younger boy across the platform. And I was like rocking, like kind of dancing, you know what I mean? Doing my thing. And I looked up and I was having a great time. And then I looked up and he was like, and then he started dancing (laughs) to whatever he was listening to. It
1: was like a silent disco. Yeah,
0: exactly. He had big huge headphones on and I had big huge headphones on, and I was like dancing my song, (laughs) and then he was dancing his song. Oh my god, I love it. It was amazing. And we did it for like thirty five, like a half, like a whole song, and then his subway came and he was like, bye, and I waved and I was like blowing him kisses and he blew me kisses back, and then he was gone. I never met this person, I will never meet this person, but this, it's these kind of I things, if you have your eyes up out of your phone and you're willing, to just be and have fun oh and do God. whatever you feel like doing. Yeah. There's other people in the world that will play with you. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. They're looking I mean, to be playful. Totally. And you get to lighten up. You know, he saw me doing it, which gave him permission to do it. Oh, and then yeah. We could do it together. And then you get to have this thing, and then hopefully he'll take what all those little bubbles in his blood that he just got from being excited, he'll take that on the train. Yeah. And then other people will fill those bubbles. Yeah, right? yeah. And it's just the, the all these champagne bubbles end up being a big party. You know, you bounce up one another. But you have to be up out of your fucking shit in order to be participating. Going back to taking ownership of what you have in life right now. If all you have is a, sub, a subway platform filled with strangers, yeah. see what you can do with that. Yes, <laughs>
1: yes. And
0: if nobody's looking at you, that's okay. See what you can do about that. You know? See if you can't go and like make my contact with somebody See if you can't to have dance with someone on the platform Because it can change your entire day That was the best thing That was such an amazing experience And I had so much fun with it And it was literally a minute of my life minute of my cool life And how cool is this?
1: You get to go ch- share really? this story he'll tell This him. person's vibe His ghost is being shared <laughs> among the populace
0: And, he and yours is too Exactly. He'll totally tell people about what he have, what happened with him between him and I. We don't know each other. We probably, we may never know each other. Or what's even more exciting, and really interesting, is that perhaps we will, but we'll never know that that was that that was us. You know. It's great, but those are real interactions, and those are, those are little interactions that can literally make people believe in the world again, right? Think that you know, yes, I'm seen. Understand that they're like a part of something. And when I say a part of something, I don't mean you have to be famous. You don't have to be on Instagram. You don't have to have a YouTube fucking channel. You know what I mean? You don't have to be some you don't have to be anything but exactly what you are and who you are. Because you in the world is vitally important. I need you to dance with me on the platform. I need you there, you know what I mean? I need you in the cafes, I need you in the streets, I need you on the buses, on the planes, everywhere. I need you in the bathrooms, the restaurants, to look at me in the mirror and say hi. I need it, I need it, I need it, I need it. You know, We need to participate and it makes things, and when you start doing things like that, when you start participating in your life like that, when you start giving out energy like that, you start seeing, a, that you're not, you know, your misery is nothing compared to what's surrounded you're surrounded by. Yeah. And B, you can slip yourself out of that by simply engaging with the human being that's standing or sitting right next to you. You know, everything you need is given to you out in the world, but you have to lift your eyes up and you have to take a breath for a minute every now and then. You have to be okay with just being. Yeah. And be available to get all the things you're asking for. But you have to put your shit down. You have to put your phone down. You, know, you have to participate because it's not delivered like I said it doesn't get des- delivered through Amazon Prime it doesn't it gets, it gets delivered in, in the quiet moments of, in a corner of a restaurant that you have to peek around well, the, which peek is around even the faster than at.
1: Amazon Prime which is even faster because it's right exactly. there and it's immediate it's right What's there you you're not waiting yeah you're not waiting for um, some kind of thing to arrive in the mail it's, it's just it's accurate. right there
0: What's crazy is that we've forgotten that, that that's a bit an available option. We've removed somehow... The three- is that interesting? Yeah, 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 yeah Somehow yeah. we've convinced ourselves that we've forgotten that the three-dimensional world that we're in right now is actually an available option yeah. for entertainment and information oh, nice, and all that nice. stuff. We immediately turned around phones to give us sustenance.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: When you're surrounded by all the things you're digging through your phone for.
1: Right, and, then the, and the things that we're searching for in the phone is almost, in a sense, without us realizing it, it telling us what to think or what to say next... Um, to go along with what you are saying about that the, uh, that the, the, you know, the world reacts to, uh, to us you know, putting out those vibes, what's interesting is if we keep playing with that idea that every single person within our reality experience is just another hologram, is another reflection of ourselves in a different camouflage then there's a lot of us out there that are just waiting to get woken up and waiting to be, oh, I see you I see what's going on and, and
0: there's a lot of little messages just that are being sent to tell you what, you're, what, you, what you look like like sometimes when I meet somebody on set that's aggressive or talks or has some kind of dynamic that irritates me, I try to look at it and see if there's any part of that in me.
1: Like, that's a brilliant I way. I try of to look at it and
0: go, Do I ever talk? And I constantly talk. There's things that I do all the time. You know, that people that aren't used to me would probably find very irritating, if not annoy. You know, make them angry. You know, I can talk the, the paint off a wall. I never shut up. Um, So there's things, whenever I'm confronted or feel like I'm confronted with something or somebody or some other animal in the world that's like doing something that's uncomfortable to me, I always try to imagine or try to go through kind of my personal inventory to see if that's a part of my personality. And if it is, then try to see, oh, okay, well, this is how other people feel dealing with me when I act like that, you know? Everyone's a fucking asshole sometimes. So if someone in your life is coming up and you're having to deal with an asshole, just understand that that's how somebody else feels when you're an asshole to
1: them. Right, 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 right. You're actually getting a taste of your own medicine, aren't you? You're you're seeing that reflection of yourself. It's... It's, uh, you know, it's so interesting I think about the word off-ended offended you're off-ended so why are you off-ended why are you off-ended about what this person is saying ah because you see a reflection of yourself in that that you don't like within your own self without even realizing it subconsciously that they're doing that you're going oh because maybe if we weren't operating that vibration perhaps we wouldn't even notice that
0: well and also don't convince yourself that that's not you you know we, there's so many times you think oh what a fucking dick it's like yeah but we've all been a dick you know How, the idea it, 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 it's like we, we continue to separate ourselves from the. We're only part of the good pack. We're never part of the shit pack. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, we never identify way, with yeah. being like, you know, no, I'm a vegan and I do yoga and I'm. Like, yeah, but you're a cunt sometimes too, you yeah. know. It, it, it's really is about, and I think people that are, are more unhappy because they've submerged in their their little, you know. LCD screens and their worlds that don't mean anything and they've honestly forgotten who they are They don't really know which part which self they're supposed to be all the time like the round table Like at least there's a mother of the pack, you know, Right. like there has to be a mother of the pack kind of thing People have forgotten like who they're supposed to be because they're one thing on Instagram They're one thing on Facebook. They're one thing when they go to work They're one thing when they sit with their family They're another thing when they're with their best friends they're another thing when they're alone at the restaurant they're all different things floating around and just waiting to find footing.
1: Messy. Put your phone down. Not you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was poetic. <laughs> you put the phone down. Not you. It's <laughs> like a fractal. Like we just we just enter the M.C. Escher stage of the podcast. Well, it's 55 minutes. This only lets me record it an hour at a time. So, uh, I, I definitely want to continue to record more with you. So, we're, we're going to. I'm going to save this. Thank you, Ear 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 Thank you everybody for listening to this episode, episodic, episodic, ep, 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 epi, epi, episodic. It's like epic, but soda, sod, sod is in the middle there. It's like epic, but you add sod. It's like sod, like grass, episodic. You're, you're growing it. You're growing it, so th- say th- th- so. Thank you for listening to another episodic of Inspireto Projecto. That was Samantha Light, always enlightening. Hanging out with her. Next episode will feature more information with her uh, from when we visited the Human Rights Museum. I probably ought to be looking this up on on the uh, on the. Uh... On the Google machine, okay, all right. Uh, I do believe it was Sunset Strip. Let's see, Center for Humanity. Let's just put it like that. Humanity. It sounded something like that. Like it was like it was like something for that. It's like something like that. Center for Humanity. Well, let's just, let's just call it let's just say it was that. And um, pieces of that trip will be in the next episode. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being a part of this extraordinary journey. Remember, you can always email your stuff to Insprtterprojecto at gmail.com, and I will include it in here. I will include your, I'd say, around three-minute audio. That could be music, that could be field recordings, that could be dreams, synchronicities, alien abductions, coast sightings, yada, 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 words, words, words. Tell me a new mathematical uh, uh, computations uh, new algorithms you've encountered, uh, what, whatever kind of, you know, if you feel that you've got information that you're like, oh, I've got a bunch of useless information. I hear that phrase sometimes with people. I've got a lot of trivia. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's a lot of useless information that I never get a chance to use. Well, this is that kind of thing. I want you to use this. The, use that for this. This is This is where you plant those golden nuggets. This is where those golden nuggets go. This is the fertile ground. Is the fertile ground for such redwood splendor. The apple trees, the oranges, all of this splendor. Looking out over here at the uh, skyline and I see some trees and man, right now, the way that these two lights are, are popping through these street lights. Looks, looks like this one bush is like sort of like a jawa kind of creature. Oh, there's one's kind of right behind it too. Two, two sort of jawas. Actually, actually, not think about it the way that those other two are facing that. That could look like four. So looks like we got at least four jawas within the within the tree formation to my left. In all honesty and sincerity. Sayonara, hombres. Remember, inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com, or you can even call us on the toll free line 561 203 That number again, the voice line. Toll free 561 203 9179er. Einer, Einer, Einer.